For the latest high cost of living updates and visuals, follow thcol.pod on Instagram. Again, that's thcol.pod only on Instagram. If you want to get in touch to leave feedback or offer some suggestions, you can do so by shooting me a DM. I'm going to be doing some giveaways over the next few months, so definitely do follow the page just to keep in the loop. And wherever you do listen to the podcast, make sure you're subscribed on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Take a minute out of your day to rate and review the show, and I will be forever grateful for your kindness. So with that being said, let's rock and roll. Currently listening to the High Cost of Living podcast. What's the story and welcome back to the podcast, episode number 32. And today I'm going to be discussing the mysterious case of Gabby Petito. First thing I want to say on that is Gabby Petito, that's the coolest name I've ever heard. She sounds like a mob boss's wife or something. But Brian Laundry, on the other hand, that's a terrible name. Brian Dirty Laundry. <laughs> uh, first thing I want to say is, look, people go missing every single day all over the world. And um, this case just gets special attention because she's got blonde hair and blue eyes. Especially, you know, the downtown east side, the podcast I did on that place a few weeks back. People go missing down there. It's like a daily occurrence. It's like strange if someone doesn't go missing in a day. You know what I mean? Especially young women. So to see a case like this get so much media attention and other cases are just completely ignored or put to the sideline, it's a little bit disheartening for the families of, you know, those other cases. But whatever, it is what it is. I'm going to talk about it anyway just because... It's a trending topic. It's kind of taken the whole world by storm, especially the online world. And it fits in the niche of true crime. And as you know, I talked about it many times. That's a niche that I'm trying to tap into. So uh, before I get into the case, I just want to explain my tardiness. I was supposed to upload this last Sunday. And I made a promise on the podcast like only two weeks ago that I would be doing an weekly episode from now on in and already i've broken that promise to my listeners um there's no excuse really just a quick um quick explanation i've had a terrible week i have been dying sick i'm still sick um so excuse the old sniffles and schnuffles today if um if you hear me or my voice sounds a bit nasally or whatever um i just haven't really had the time or a place to actually record the podcast i've been working like a dog doing nights on sunday when the episode was supposed to come out and i was going to come home from work and get to work on the podcast but i was just so tired and sick as i said and i just fell asleep and then that just turned into monday and i was just so under the weather and underprepared. um it's a busy household there's people coming in and out of here the whole time very hard to find a minute's peace to actually sit down and do a podcast 
without being interrupted or anything. Um, but I'm working on all of these things. I'm trying to find a little studio. I'm trying to um, get the internet sorted here. The fiber optic broadband is terrible as well at the moment. Even if I recorded an episode and uploaded it, it takes a while for the whole episode to upload. Um, but we're getting that installed. Um, I'm in the process of getting loads of new equipment. I haven't made any investments towards this podcast in the first year. And only now I'm getting around to buying a new microphone, um, buying little devices for my laptop and, you know, just stuff to enhance the overall product, you could say. Um, I've bought some things that I thought would work and they're not good. So now I have to return a lot of stuff and it's just a big headache. You know, I don't mind returning stuff because I have the receipt for everything that I've bought. But I've made heavy investments in things like um, I bought a big box, put all my stuff into a big box. I call it the high cost of living box <laughs> um, because everything that I do for the podcast is in this big box and it costs about 2000 euro. I calculated the other day. Well, about 1,850 to be exact. Um, but I'm, I I don't mind returning stuff. It's just the effort of actually going back out and returning stuff or sending stuff back out that I've bought online. It's just a pain in the hole. But um, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? You're not here to listen to me ramble on about the behind the scenes stuff. I'm just telling you why this episode is so late. So with that, let's get into the Gabby Petito case. So I'm just going to give a quick summary of events and then explore the few possibilities of what may have happened. July, August and September of this year, Gabby and her fiancé Brian travelled on a cross-country trip in a 2012 Ford Transit. Now, I think both of them actually had aspirations to become social media influencers and YouTubers and all that stuff, TikTokers. So they heavily documented their trip on social media, as many people do nowadays. They visited many attractions across America, including national parks in Kansas, Colorado and Utah. On August 12th, witnesses reported an incident to the police about a man slapping a girl in a white transit. The police chased him down for a small bit. Well, not really a chase. They turned on the blue lights, asked him to pull over, and then they mount the curb. Now, apparently she was pulling at the steering wheel, but she took the blame for it. He says she was hitting him. All this is a bit of a mess. Definitely worth going back and watching the body cam footage. If you're a bit of a loser like me, um, I watched the full thing, one hour long. It's just good to get an insight into like their body language. And, you know, if you're into criminal criminal psychology, um, I would definitely recommend watching it. Because just knowing what's coming is kind of heartbreaking, you know. Um, laundry manipulates the situation like a pro. <clears throat> and he kind of puts the blame on Gabby, but being respectful at the same time, you know. Uh, by the end of the video, Laundry's fist pumping and cracking jokes with the police, which is 
kind of hard to watch, you know what I mean? This guy is guilty as hell, in my opinion, and um, they're just displaying white privilege. Um, they are, like, to be honest. I mean, I watched um, a podcast the other day that is um, hosted by black man in America, and he's talking about, look at the white privilege, you know? He's He's reacting to the body cam footage, and he's like... If the, if this guy was a black man, they would not be fist pumping or cracking jokes, and he's so he's so right, you know. Definitely slapped the cuffs on him, but this guy they're just like so chill with him. Big red flag for me in this situation is the police opt to separate the two of them for the night, so he goes and stays in a hotel while she sleeps in a van. Now that, to me, straight away is a red flag. I mean, surely they could have come to some agreement where being a man, he could have stepped up and said, look, I'll sleep in the cold van. Gabby, you go to a hotel, check in, sleep in a bed, you know, go to the spa, relax, get some hot food. I'll take the hit. But no, he goes to the hotel and she stays in the van. I'm like, straight away, that's kind of like, what's going on there? So then I believe they're leaving a place in Salt Lake City about 10 days after this incident with the police. And they're headed for Wyoming. And on August 26th, Gabby posts her last Instagram photo. On August 27th, there's some strange out-of-character texts sent to Gabby's mother, which she described herself as being odd. The text read, I believe, something like... Um, wait, no, I'm, I don't want to misquote anything. Let me check. text read can you help stan i keep getting his voicemails and missed calls and apparently stan is the name of her grandfather and what was odd about this is she never referred to her grandfather by his first name stan and then on august 29th brian approaches a couple in a camping site and asks them for a spin what's odd about this is he's on his own he offers them $200 for a spin, which is only a short trip up the road, not far at all, like 10 or 20 minutes max. Um, and what I believe this to be is Brian Laundry trying to establish an alibi. Because if you offer somebody $200 for a quick spin up the road, they're going to remember that. And, um, you know, they'll say to police like, oh, yeah, this guy was with me. I gave him a spin. And then in the car on the way, apparently he kept talking about his girlfriend, Gabby, and that she was back at the van working on her website and yada, yada, yada. It was kind of overemphasizing that she was definitely alive at that time. Um, So that was a bit odd, and that was reported to police. On September 1st, he did return to Florida by himself, let me just re-emphasize, by himself, no sign of Gabby, and when he got home to Florida, he lawyered up straight away. And I'm not sure why, but it took 10 days 
for Gabby to be reported missing. I think the Petito family got wind that Brian was home alone and Gabby was still out there somewhere. So she was reported missing 10 days later. And then, um, okay, sorry, I'm just losing track of my little timeline here. Uh, Gabby reported missing. And then a few days later, September 14th, Brian disappears. Apparently he went out for a hike. Another red flag straight away. Who goes for a hike when your partner is missing? Your fiance is out there. Nowhere to be found, you know, unless you're guilty. He went for a hike and apparently where he went for a hike is a really dangerous place to go. Um, I don't know the name of the park. I can't remember the name. Totally escapes me right now, but there's alligators in this area where he's hiking there's probably mountain lions bears you name it and i think he went alone so who knows he could be chilling in an alligator's belly right now for all we know three days after he disappeared he was reported missing and a lot of people think okay his parents gave him a three-day head start to run you know who knows why it took three days for them to report it. Like, Obviously at this point the police are pleading with the public for any information. Do please come forward. And you always see these things on like crime call. If, if anybody knows anything please come forward. Even the smallest bit of information can help us crack the case. And that is so true. Like there's a family came forward with YouTube footage. I think the family runs a YouTube travel blog of some sort and they're traveling through um, Wyoming where the van was parked up and they, they capture the van on their dash cam footage. Like, what are the chances of that? And they have plain view of the van pulled over at the side of the road, kind of in a wooded area, which is creepy enough. And then on September 19th, the police go to where the van was spotted in that wooded area and tragic turn of events, the worst possible outcome in this whole case, uh, Gabby's body was recovered. Um, the Laundry family refused to cooperate with the police after multiple of t attempts of them reaching out. And you know, apparently Gabby used to live with Brian and Brian's parents and they were all very close and now all of a sudden Gabby's dead and nobody from the laundry family is willing to talk to the police so that's very telling you know there's been lots of Gabby's friends come forward and talk about her relationship with Brian and um, it's definitely a little bit different to what they portray it to be on the internet. Apparently he was very controlling, very dominating in the relationship. He tried to dictate all of her moves. He didn't like her having any friends. Um, there's a girl came forward saying that he one time took her ID because he didn't want her going out to bars. Because he was a bit of a loser himself. He didn't want really her to have any friends, you know. He thought it should just be two of them and no outsiders kind of thing, you know. And you could tell by the body cam footage that the guy was just a bit of a weirdo. And even his whole Instagram, he's talking about some 
save the plastic kind of stuff and I'm just like nah this guy he ain't it apparently he had some deep rooted mental health issues like um, very controlling he was at one point hearing voices in his head apparently and um, you know any relationship where one party is trying to dominate the other or trying to be controlling or whatever that always has a bad outcome but no one could have foreseen this kind of outcome you know and i talked about what makes this case different to the hundreds of thousands of other cases going on across the world if not millions of cases all over the world but certainly in america there's a lot of missing people you know and this one gets a lot of special attention uh i think obviously like i mentioned at the start Blonde hair girl, blue eyes, you know, I don't know why, but the media just goes ape shit over that kind of stuff. But another part of the reason is because they were rising internet stars, you know what I mean? They were social media influencers uh, with, with a big following. So all of their followers were, you know, following their trip. Everything seemed nice and dandy. And then this happened, you know, no one, no one could have predicted this kind of thing um and the internet did what the internet does it just blows up and uh, there's loads of conspiracies and social media has given you the tools to play detective you can go onto their instagram page and look at pictures and videos of them on the days leading up to gabby's death and you know a lot of people are saying i saw one girl uh, posted a thing about there's a picture of Brian reading a book and the book is called Annihilation and she's trying to say that maybe there's a possible connection between the book that he's reading and the turn of events uh, I, I don't know how true that is I don't think there's any connection there but that's what uh, people are saying there's another fortune teller on there saying that she knows where Brian is and all this kind of stuff um there's a lot of pictures of Brian wearing a necklace and then all of a sudden he's not wearing the necklace and he has scratches on him and stuff and um, we reckon like Gabby might have pulled the necklace off him trying to defend herself from him but nobody even knows how she died yet you know we don't know if she was strangled if she if he stabbed her if he like just punched her in the head or like who knows what really happened he might have hit her with the van who knows like there's still so many possibilities that we don't know about yet but there's going to be a netflix documentary coming out about this soon i'd say the lads over on netflix are licking their lips over this case like you know um i look forward to seeing that because there's still so much to uh come to light you know and it will in time makes me wonder what did really happen like but there are many possibilities and it is still possible that Mr. Brian Laundry didn't do this, you know. My personal opinion, I think that he did, but it's nothing is set in stone yet. Like, you know, you have to consider that maybe Gabby killed herself and maybe Brian panicked and just got out of there and fled the scene and went home to Florida. Um maybe somebody else killed Gabby. Maybe because one other aspect of this, and this is huge, that nobody else on the internet is actually talking about, is they were all in a bar one night. 
on the same night Gabby died, there was a, another couple in that bar got murdered as well under mysterious circumstances. So obviously if three people drinking in the same bar get killed on the same night, I mean, there has to be a, a connection there. I don't know because I think the other couple that got killed were a bit of a drive away like you know they weren't in the same area but I don't know who knows like maybe Brian was killing Gabby and this couple saw Brian killing Gabby so he killed them too you know what I mean um who knows all I know is that you're gonna be hearing about this case a lot over the next few days weeks months maybe even years who knows how long it's going to take to crack the case if he's not guilty he's sure as shit done a very good job of making himself look guilty um my personal theory i think brian is dead i think he has killed himself he went missing two weeks ago two and a half weeks ago and hasn't been found i think i think he killed Gabby, felt so ashamed of what he did. So he went out on this hike and probably just killed himself somehow. Maybe he jumped off a cliff. Maybe maybe he got eaten by a bear. Maybe he hung himself. Who knows? I just wanted to talk about that case today because... It is kind of shocking, you know. And what's more shocking is to think that people in your everyday life are capable of murder. People you don't expect. And it's scary. In the heat of the moment, you never know what people will do. The lesson from today's podcast would be to remember Gabby Petito when you see people showing off their perfect life on social media. Things are not always as they seem, clearly. You don't know what's happening behind closed doors. People only show their highlights real on Instagram, you know. But behind the lens, serious tragedy could be unfolding, you know. Winner of the week for Thursday the 30th of September is Alexander Usyk. Because he outboxed and outsmarted Anthony Joshua and defeated him to get the, his hands on the world heavyweight title. What a man. Now I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm some boxing expert. I never heard of this guy up until Saturday. But if you haven't heard of him, then you sure shit know who he is now. What a masterclass performance by him. So... He is without doubt getting our winner of the week. Wanker of the week goes to some guy that I used to work with before in Vancouver. Uh, I'm not going to name him because I don't want to be murdered. <laughs> Basically this weird creep of a guy used to work with us in a pot shop in Vancouver. And he just displayed some really odd behavior from time to time. And... Um, we knew he was kind of a little bit weird. And then he eventually did get fired. And just the other day, I am scrolling through Instagram and Vancouver True Crime, a page that I follow, 
they posted a picture of the guy that I used to work with saying uh, warrant out for this guy's arrest approaching multiple women on the train and at different train stations and then he was caught masturbating on the train in front of a woman um which is creepy as hell and we always said this guy is definitely going to be a serial killer in a few years and that is the first step to becoming a serial killer masturbating on the train uh i don't know what the hell is wrong with this guy um i never really got along with him but if he does become a serial killer um remember i warned you on the podcast about this guy uh and i'm not gonna name him usually i would but he might kill me he might kill lee he might fucking who knows what this guy is capable of but if you're listening and you fit the description of this guy i just want you to know that you're a wanker literally don't wank on trains if you're gonna have a wank have a wank at home in peace you know would you not enjoy it more watch porn like light a candle use some spermicidal lube clean yourself up with a silk warm cloth i don't know (laughs) anyway i'm out of here that's gonna do it for this week um apologies again a little bit all over the place but i'm gonna be back this sunday two or three days time for that hip-hop top 10 episode that i promised you last week um i just wanted to talk about the gabby petito case because you know it's unfolding as we speak so i said yeah yeah i'll jump on a podcast talk about that in the meantime um because it is so sad it's a very tragic case and the world is watching as the police hunt for this guy brian laundry and um I think you'll be hearing a lot more about this case in the weeks to come. And maybe maybe I'll do a follow-up episode, part two, when we know more. But um, that's it for today. I will see you on Sunday. Take it easy.